When you do something that you don't need to do, then your connection is even stronger. Why? Because it's you. Wherever you get your podcasts from, or our own website, prismoftorah.com. This is The Prism of Torah with Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. Shalom to everyone. In this week's parsha, Parashas Vayikro, we start a new Chumash and we talk about the Korbanos. Within the Korbanos, we have several Korbanos that are not mandatory, they're optional. Like Korban, Korbanos Nedava, Oila, Shlamim. The stipler in the Sefer Birkas Peretz asked the following question, a very simple, basic question. And he says, I don't understand. Why is it that HaKadosh Baruch Hu set up the stage, our world over here, Olam Ha'asiya, that we will have mitzvahs that are optional? We have these kobanois that are optional that we just mentioned. As well, there's several, many mitzvahs that they don't have an upper limit, no bound to them. For example, like the Mishnah says in Peah, the first Mishnah in Perik Aleph, you can do as much as you want. So the stipler asks, I don't understand. If these things are very important for us, and they're required for our neshama, and for our oilam so Hashem should make it mandatory. Why is it making it optional? And if it's not important, then don't give it to us at all. To make the question a bit stronger, we know there's a concept that we get more reward when a person does something that he needs to do. Well, it's better for us if something is mandatory and we do it, as opposed to if it's optional. The basic understanding and the reasoning behind this is because when you're forced to do something, you're always nervous, am we going to do it right? Am we not going to do it right? As well, also there's more of a yetzer, so it's harder, so you get more reward. We know the more difficult something is, the more reward we get. So obviously, the Yesoid that the stipler is going to bring out, that there's something very unique in our Avoida Sashem, that only when things are optional, mitzvahs are optional, and we do them, that we can upgrade our connection with the Kaddish Bohu. Before we continue to explain the concept, we'll bring another question that the stipler asks. And the answer will link these two questions together. Famous question, a lot of Rishonim ask, how can HaKadosh Baruch Hu command us on something that has to do with our heart, our emotions? How can HaKadosh Baruch Hu mitzvah to love Hashem? We know that's one of the six mitzvahs t'midiyos. So how can HaKadosh Baruch Hu mitzvah and command us, you have to love Hashem? That's an emotional thing. If it's a maise, an act of a mitzvah, I understand. HaKadosh Baruch Hu can force us to eat matzah. Yeah, it makes sense. But to, to, to feel a feeling? How, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is commanding everyone to do that. So obviously, it's something we should have the ability to do. So how does that work together? The concept that I alluded to earlier, which will answer both these questions, is that anything that you volunteer to do, despite the fact that you don't need to do it, you're not required to do it, will upgrade your connection to the thing you're doing. The Mesila Sisharim says, when he talks about Midas of Zrizus, he says, just like a person is mitlahev 
when he's excited to do something and his heart is excited and he has that excitement in his pnimius, it brings, it brings out a maise with zrizus. You're happy to do it. You really want to do something. You run out to do it. Zrizus aguf. But the bigger chiddush, because that is very logical, the bigger chiddush is that the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world, the spiritual DNA that Hashem gave us, is that even our external action, Hatnuachitzonit, is the pnimius. It rekindles our pnimius, and it changes our heart to want to connect to the thing we're doing. The stipler doesn't say this, but I don't want to say it's a similar concept, almost the same as what the chinuch says several times. And I'll explain. If your heart is really with Hashem, you'd want to do Maisim. And also, if your heart is not really truly internally with HaKadosh Bohu, what you need to do always is Maisim. The more you do actions, it will affect your heart. That's a general klal. Because we're reaching the time of Pesach, I'll tell you that the Chinuch, the first time he says this, I think, is in the mitzvah, when you eat the Koban Pesach, you have to make sure not to break the bone. Says the Chinuch, what's the reason for this? And he explains, because tonight we're like, we're portraying the idea that we're the sons of the king, Bnei Melachim, and it's not Mat'im. That when we eat, we'll have to eat in a way that we break bones. So we have to eat in a very proper manner. Then he says, If you'll ask me, my dear son, Okay, so why are we doing this? Ah, it's all Zecher Letzias Mitzrayim. It's to remember that HaKadosh Buhu took us out of Mitzrayim to be the sons of a king of HaKadosh Buhu. Okay, you already mentioned this idea in so many mitzvahs. Again, you're telling me? Answers the Chinuch, Achrei Amasim Nimshachim Alevavot. Yeah, the more you do a Maise mitzvah, the more it's going to affect your heart and you're going to connect HaKadosh Buhu into that idea. And that is exactly what the stipler is saying. When you do Maisim, you're going to connect to Hashem. But the extra knetch in this idea is that when you do something that you don't need to do, then your connection is even stronger. Why? Because it's you that chose to do the Maisim. When you choose to do that action of a mitzvah, you connect to a way more extreme. And it's it couples you with HaKadosh Baruch Hu because you chose to do it. As we said, men- we mentioned several times already, Ratzon is your will. Ratzon is the same letters as Tzino. Tzino represents a connector. And therefore, when we decide to do something, we connect that thing a lot more. And I think everyone can see it. Bachush. You can mamish sense the fact that when someone does something because he decided to do it, he connects to it way more. That's why learning Torah is not enough. You have to have Amala Torah. You have to work hard to try your best. It's not easy. But the more you try, the more you work, the more you connect. Because you decided to work hard, as hard as you can. And when you work hard towards something and you decide to do it, you connect to it more. And we want to be connected to Torah and Torah. And that's why, despite the fact that we're losing out on this element of more reward, because we might lose that on that factor, but it's so critical to connect Hashem and to love Hashem that that's why it needed to be done in a way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu sets up the system that will have mitzvahs or shiurim that are optional. 
And when we decide to do it, then we'll connect it way more. And that is the mechanism by which we can get to the point of Ahavas Hashem. Because we go with the concept that the stipler told us. And also the Chinuch. And when you do something, you're you awaken that love internally to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that can only be done to such an extreme if it's an optional mitzvah. And that's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu did give us many optional mitzvahs, optional sacrifices. Practically speaking, there's, there's an endless amount of optional things we could do, be it chesed, be it the amount we learn, be it the dikduk behalochos. And everyone should choose wherever they connect more. But it's so important to have this aspect in our life that we work hard to do mitzvahs despite the fact we're not forced to do them. We know that this is also a big yesoid in chinuch. If you always force your kids to do mitzvahs, to put a kippah on, to go to minion, if you force them all the time, yes, you're giving them a habit, which is important when you're young. But at some point, it's going to take away from the oomph. You want the best way to do chinuch is to try to get them to want it on their own. I'm not saying that's an easy mission, but that's the name of the game. Because then they connect it and they'll have this hitlavut and excitement to do the mitzvah. This, with this we can explain the famous Maimar Chazal, And Chora, that statement is a bit of a pele. What do you mean? A person that's a tzaddik his whole life? You want to tell me that a Baal Tshuva that turned to be religious is a, 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 from a certain perspective on a higher level than him? What does that mean? And it sounds like it means exactly what we're saying. There's one perspective that it's not even the tzaddik's fault, but he never got that opportunity because he was born into a situation. He was always a tzaddik. Whereas this person, this Baal Tshuva, and the same is true about Gerim, even more, even more by Gerim, they made the decision. When they make the decision, and they weren't forced to, even though after they become a Ger, they do feel like they're forced to, but they'll always feel like, I chose this Mahalach, I chose this way, and therefore they connect it and they do it with more love. And you can see it also, you can sense it. The way Baal Tshuva, a lot of times, Davin, you can see they're more into it. Because it came from this point. Although the Rokeach does say that even though they get more into it, after a while they already feel they need to do it and it becomes already, became din. it's already, obviously I need to daven, obviously I need to keep Shabbos, and therefore they need to, you need to always continuously find ways of rejuvenating yourself to the connection with Hashem to upgrade your love. And of course that we do through always trying to find also optional mitzvahs and do more than what the letter of the law requires. If you look in Teisvis, Dafayin, Amud Beis and Kedushin, he brings the same idea that when it comes from a voluntarily mitzvah, volunt- when you do it voluntarily, from your own will, you connect Hakadosh Baruch Hu even more. This beetzim, I think, is one of the main concepts of what Hanukkah is all about. We know that Meikaradin they didn't need to look for that oil because they didn't need pure oil. When everyone's tame. Which means they could have lit the menorah with the tame oil. But no. They went the whole nine yards and they said, no, we want pure oil. And because they did that, HaKadosh Baruch said, I also don't need to do a miracle now to help them find this oil. But you know why? Because we don't need to. And I don't do miracles, Stam. HaKadosh Baruch does miracles when they're required. HaKadosh Baruch likes to hide within the teva as much as possible. But HaKadosh Baruch said, no. If they're doing this, I want to also come towards them. 
And therefore, I'm going to help them find the Shemin. And even that little Shemin, I'm going to make a miracle that's going to last all the eight days. And that is why Dafka on Chanukah, Chazal saw it fit to give an optional way of doing the mitzvah. All you need to do is one candle every day. But I'm going to give you an optional mitzvah to light more, which we all do. Where do you find such a thing? Dafka on Chanukah. Because Chanukah, the theme of Chanukah is this point, that we went at the whole nine yards to connect HaKadosh Buchu, even though it was optional. So to summarize, the Yesoy, the stipler, is telling us, is not only is it true that when you get all excited for something, you go, your zag is, and you run out to do the Maise Mitzvah in the best way, but it also works the other way. The more, the more you, you do the Maise Mitzvah, even though initially you don't feel anything, you're going to connect HaKadosh Buhu. And the more you do it from your own decision, the more you're going to connect HaKadosh Buhu. And that's why it makes a lot of sense and needed to be in such a fashion, of course, that we will have mitzvahs that are optional. And shiurim, they're optional. And that is why, even when Hashem commands us to love HaKadosh Buhu and connect Him, because we could do it. The stipler is telling us the secret recipe. Do things you don't need to do. Even those mitzvahs, those will connect you to HaKadosh Buhu and enlighten and make the Kesher extreme with true love together with HaKadosh Buhu. I'd just like to end with a, a mashal that uh, a friend of mine of Dov Ber Shlita is a Rosh Hashiva in the plate I teach, Daf Yomi. And I like his mashal. His mashal was that you got to think of life as if you're shopping at a supermarket. What do I mean by that? When you go shopping in a supermarket, not every supermarket has all the goods you need. You need a, cer a certain food item and they don't have it in this supermarket, but they have it in another supermarket. But life is like a supermarket. Realize that you have all kinds of mitzvahs around you. A lot of optional, some are mandatory. But you gotta chaparai. You gotta do your best to wanna get them and take opportunity of the supermarkets we have around us. Because there will come a time, but there will come a time that the supermarkets will be closed. There's no more supermarkets. And we'll have to live off the items that we bought in the supermarket in this world. Have a good Shabbos. Thank you for joining us. This is the Prism of Torah. Visit our website, prismoftorah.com, where you'll find a full archive of hundreds of past every Torah. Subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, and don't forget to share with your friends and family. Sponsorship opportunities are available for all of our episodes. Thank you, Yonavefa, for your recording equipment. Produced by Ellie Podcast Productions.